and welcome to Not If I Reboot You First, the podcast that takes our favorite properties and reboots them before Hollywood has a chance to. It's a little bit like brainstorming fanfiction. I'm Lindsay, and I use she/her pronouns. I'm Tanner. They them. I didn't. Oops. I d- <laughs> I just casually said, "Hey, what if I just like took a week off? What if we just didn't do a podcast for a week?" Because, you know, I'm tired. Lindsay's going on a walking trip because she's some kind of mad woman. <laughs> Let's just relax. Um, and that completely torpedoed the entire schedule that I had planned. So. Oh, well. What, the hint I gave last week, not doing that this week. I'll, I'll talk about the nudist in the mink coat another time. Oh. This week. Okay. Lindsay. Yeah. There's no, no nudity in this play. I already gave it away. Lindsay. Tanner. Uh, this episode comes out on August 29th, which is one day after August 28th, which is Power Rangers Day. It's the whatever, I feel like the 14th anniversary? No, that's too short. 24th anniversary or 29th anniversary of Power Rangers premiering. Okay, we're doing a Power Rangers thing. Yes, we are. I am going to make Power Rangers a Mighty Morphin musical. Okay, cool. Now, listeners, you may remember... Uh, from back when I did the Easy A musical, where I d- d- was unable to write music. <laughs> Good news, that's still the case! Yeah, Tanner didn't suddenly develop m- musical abilities in the intervening <laughs> weeks. Yeah, though, how it was like right before I moved, too, so it would have been like four months? Yep. April, May, June, July. Yeah, four, four and a half months. Yep. Can't believe I've been in my new place for, like, over four months, and I still don't have a couch. Yeah, when is the couch coming? <laughs> Next month, allegedly. Allegedly. They're just gonna throw it through my window. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> drive up with a trebuchet! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Some Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Who needs them? We all have them. Everybody knows the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers of Jason, Zach, Billy, Trini, Kimberly, and sometimes Tommy. Most of the time, Tommy, actually. Yeah, after a point, it becomes uh, the Tommy Oliver show with co-starring his friends. Yes. And see, Tommy is still going to be a focal point of this because I felt like the best way to do a Power Rangers musical is to essentially adapt Green with Evil. I mean, yeah, that's got one of the best arcs. Yeah, because it can be it can be a whole self-contained arc like. Through the power of musical montages, mm-hmm. we can explain what a Power Ranger do for all the people in the audience who are like, oh, well, I'm only here because they said Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote a song. He, I'm not letting him write any songs for this. <laughs> I'm only here because Andy Mientis is uh, playing Alpha 5, and I'm, I'm miming the opera glasses. Yeah. But that's what I'm doing with this hand. Mm-hmm. I'm on the verge of a mental breakdown, too, so if I sound unhinged, it's because I am. <sighs> okay. Breathe. (laughs) 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 What if we got Ashley Tisdale to play Rita? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, Power Rangers. The musical is going to start with, like, a voiceover from Zordon. Big floating head, probably in the style the, for Zordon to be in a stage show. He's either going to be in the style of Oz from Wicked, where it's like a giant animatronic head, 
Mm-hmm. Like a, there's it's Power Rangers. There's going to be a lot of special effects in this Broadway show. Yeah. Uh, but the alternative for like I don't know the high school production is you just put a, ba- a guy in a bald cap and you spray paint him white and you stick him in a tube like a go-go dancer. <laughs> I am trapped in a time warp. Ooh, ah, pcha. <laughs> I mean, I was just gonna go. I don't know some sort of projection because that that actually makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> Because I can see in the high school musical production, <laughs> the projector screen just going down. <laughs> we can think of something more elegant. I'd put it on wheels so that at least someone can roll it out. <laughs> someone in their big Alpha 5 hat just wheels the whole Zordon projector out and it's this click. Poof, Rangers! <laughs> totally not trying to kill you this week. <laughs> really Zordon <laughs> alright so uh, it's going to start with a voiceover from Zordon he's going to be like 10,000 years ago a war was fought on earth a battle between good and evil both sides suffered heavy losses but in the end good triumphed I the wizard Zordon just just go all in it's Power Rangers they're wizards and witches from space Yeah. I the great wizard Zordon Hid uh, five mystical power coins to create heroes for a new generation. A generation that gave rise to teenagers with attitude. And then, like, the lights will go up and will, like, open on the Angel Grove Youth Center. And it's gonna start very much like a halfway between Beautiful from Heathers and Oh My God, You Guys from Legally Blonde. Where it's just like, the school bell has rung, everyone's out for the day, everyone's rushing to the Angel Grove Youth Center because it's so cool, and we're all just happy to be here in Angel Grove. We're great teens in the 90s. I kind of want this to be a 90s period piece. Yes, I was hoping for that. Um, Along the way, like, the the five rangers are going to come in, and it's like, I'm Jason, and I teach karate, and I teach everyone how to not be naughty. (laughs) (laughs) There'll be the rhymes will be better. Uh, yeah. Trini's there, like, I teach Tai Chi, and Zach is there, I teach Hip Hop Keto. Uh, Kimberly's there, and she'll get, like, a, like the whole, the slow bridge part where it's like, and I teach gymnastics! Because Kimberly is the female lead, obviously. If we're doing Green with Evil, she has to save Tommy with her love. Yeah. Uh, and Billy's there, and is like, and I teach typing. <laughs> <laughs> but then he can do a whole tap number, like how they do in the speed test from Thoroughly Modern Millie. Yeah, I like that. Billy and his fellow teens like just rush up with their laptops. So it's like tick 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 while they're all like doing all the taps underneath their desks. <laughs> uh, partway through, Bulk and Skull will come in, and Bulk and Skull they're they're gonna be closer to like their comics iteration because n- near the end of the Mighty Morphin part of Power Rangers, Bulk and Skull had gone from like the bullies to like, these like weird punks who just really like the Power Rangers, but are terrible at trying to befriend the humans who are the Power Rangers. Yeah. Um, and the comics just kind of developed that further, where it's like, they're, they're still these kind of weirdo punks, but now they, like, from the hop, they're the big Power Rangers fans, they have their own vlog series and everything. Yeah. But uh, Bulk and Skull are gonna come in, we are obviously gonna have their tuba and trumpet going on, their leitmotif will be incorporated into the music. Yes. And they're going to be like, oh, did you hear about what the Power Rangers did last week? And Bulk's like, oh, yeah, it was so cool. Glad we got it all on tape. Yeah. And they'll have a little song like how, and we, we're the coolest people because we know the Power Rangers. We don't actually know the Power Rangers, but we record the Power Rangers, you know, sometimes. Uh, sometimes we got shots that are better than the news vans. We try really hard, okay? Okay. Um, and this whole time, there's going to be like this one awkward kid who's like, he's wandering around. He's like, what's going on? 
Why is everyone singing and dancing? I don't understand what's happening right now, and I'm so confused in my green jacket. <laughs> uh, and the song will end, and it's like, yeah, Angel Grove! Woo! <laughs> Uh, Kimberly will bump into the kid in the green jacket. She's like, hi, I'm Kimberly. He'll be like, hi, I'm Tommy. I'm new and I'm shy. She's like, oh, that's okay. I'm sure soon we'll all be best of friends. <laughs> I, the, I, I need to insist that it's only heightened because I'm speedrunning a musical development, <laughs> mostly from scratch. And Okay, so the opening scene is like, stay from the bell, stay by the bell. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> Just, you know, I've, it has been established that I'm a fan of, like, big 10-minute-long expository opening numbers for musicals. Yes. But yeah, so that will end, and it's like, Kimberly will, like, talk to Tommy, and they'll, like, start being friends, kind of, sort of. Uh, Tommy will, like, start singing a short song about how he feels so alone ever since he had to move here. And then halfway through, it's going to be interrupted by the familiar do-do-do-do-do-do. And Kimberly like, oh my gosh, Tommy, I'm so sorry to interrupt your backstory, but I do have to leave because of reasons bye <laughs> uh what sort of volunteering work are they doing this week <laughs> sorry i <laughs> tommy i got so much volunteering to do and i can't stop thinking about plants <laughs> this is a call back to the history of the power rangers by Lincaro, where he points out it seems like these five teens run the entire town <laughs> <laughs> they have a monopoly on charity work. Yeah. <laughs> no other kids are going to get a chance to buff up their, their college applications. <laughs> exactly. Only five of us can have extra credit. <laughs> <laughs> Except that's not true because it's just a cover for their power ranging. Yeah. So they run off. Uh, and then Bulk and Skull come by and it's like, ah, don't worry. Those losers are always running off to do volunteer work. You know, the, like, they, they should be doing something cool, like talking about the Power Rangers. And Tommy would be like, what are the Power Rangers? And Bulk and Skull be like, what are the Power Rangers? And conveniently, the news broadcast will start on the TV that is in the U-Center. I don't know if there was one there before, but there is now because it works for uh, plot reasons. So the TV is on, like, Ernie is there. And he's like, hey, kids, look, it's the Power Rangers. And they all look, and Tommy's like, I still understand what's going on. And so this is when we get... Bulk and Skull, they're going to run to opposite ends of the stage, and Bulk is going to start doing an air guitar. And it is Bulk and Skull singing the Power Rangers theme song as an expository song from two Power Rangers fanboys about how cool the Power Rangers are. <laughs> and then while this is happening, we'll like, I, I think your projector idea is best. The whole, like, again, high school <laughs> lowers down, and then we'll project an image of... See, for the Broadway play, they are just going to have to, like, make their own suit footage for the Megazord fighting a big monster. But yeah. for high school people, they could easily just play actual footage of the show. Who's going <laughs> to stop them? Hasbro cannot arrest them for distribution crimes. It's either that or some poor kid is going to have to dress up in, like, a suit made out of, like, two four boxes. <laughs> Two four you know, just like in the original power, in the original Sentai footage. Yep. <laughs> oh no, the poor fuck is gonna be the poor kid who is probably gonna be the school mascot. 
I was just thinking that, that every time a school puts this on, it's like a different monster that they're fighting because they're fighting their school mascot. But <laughs> yeah. they, they put this on at Connexus and the whole, the whole crowd is going to cheer when the Megazord beats the shit out of Gainer. <laughs> I mean, he's got the crazy eyes now, so. <laughs> or they'll do it at the Saladone in Calgary and the Megazord's going to rip Harvey's tongue out again. <laughs> Oh, I forgot about that! Oh, some high school in Philadelphia is going to want to use Gritty. <laughs> That's, that one has to end differently because Gritty would absolutely beat the Megazord. Yes. And naturally, Rita will be played by Gritney. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Rita, so the whole thing's going to end uh, and Tommy's going to be like, Wow, it's so cool. Like, he'll continue his song that, like, it's it's so cool being in the city. Like, maybe I won't be so long. You know, if there are Power Rangers here who protect innocent people, and also Kimberly, she was definitely cute. And she seemed interested in me. Maybe I'll see her at school the next day. Huh. Boy, is already down bad after a five-minute conversation with the girl clad in, you know, pink gymnastics wear. So, you know, yep. not that hard. Um, she's wearing an outfit that gives plus one to fall in love with me instantly. Yep. Uh, but I said, speaking of Rita, so after this scene, we'll cut to the moon. Okay. We go up to Rita's palace, and she storms out. Ah! I can't believe the rangers defeated me again! They beat up my giant groundhog! <laughs> and she's gonna have, like, a whole poppy jazz number. It's like, ah, 10,000 years, and you think I would have learned how to beat the rangers, but Zordon... Oh, that Zordon, he keeps on getting in my way. And, like, meanwhile, Goldor is like, Ah, yes, Mistress Rita, you're so cool. All the rest of us are fools. <laughs> Squat and Babu are doing jazz squares in the background. We got Finster on the keys. <laughs> <laughs> now I got the cantina music in my head. <laughs> I was the- just the imagery, the imagery of Finster, of, of all Rita's, like, a whole squad of fools, d- basically the doing the Jabba's Palace number. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the famous uh, Rita minions, Goldar, Finster, Squad, Babu, and Sai Snoodles. <laughs> oh, wait, are we forgetting that Scorpina exists? Are we going to have Scorpina? Uh, you know what? We should probably take advantage of the fact that we don't have to rely on the uh, stock footage to put Scorpina in this. Mm-hmm. I mean, Scorpina and Goldar are definitely going to get way more screen time than Squat and Babu. Squat and Babu are like, will very quickly be relegated to the chorus. They'll get maybe like one line each in the verse of this villain song and that's it. Yeah. I don't know, maybe make it like a list song of all the schemes that she's tried before and she like a name drop. Ah, the pudgy pig. (laughs) Uh, The pudgy pig I didn't dig. Um trying to think of other Rita monsters. Uh, Was it it Gnarly Gnome? I think it was Gnarly Gnome. Yeah. Gnarly Gnome got sent home. Black Knight (laughs) put up a bad fight. (laughs) Um, Just like, yeah, list a whole bunch of stuff that happened in the TV show. So we're we're saying like the audience like, yeah, Rita, this is the villain. She's Rita. She sent a whole bunch of monsters to fight the Power Rangers and the Power Rangers keep beating them. (laughs) Uh, And then after that, we'll cut to the command center. Where the like the Power Rangers enter after the whole Zord fight, and this is where we get like the last bit of backstory. It's like, 
Here's a song all about how we love being Power Rangers and how we became Power Rangers in the first place. And here's Zordon, jazz hands, and Zordon, like, appears in the projection like, Aha! Hello, Rangers! You're so great! I'm glad you fought the danger! And you won't be home too late! <laughs> I hope one day I can find a person who's capable of writing actual musical lyrics. Yeah. It's not like you can get Ron Wasserman to come on for this. Well, you never know. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Honestly, I think he's more interested in helping Power Rangers fan projects than actual Power Rangers these days. Mm-hmm. Made music for Linkara. He's basically like, hey, man, I love your vibe. Why don't you let me score a scene of you fighting the anthropomorphic personification of Countdown to Final Crisis? <laughs> uh, okay, so now those are those are the first... Is it four? That is four songs, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty quickly. There's just the whole exposition section. So now we actually have to get like a, a decent amount of just people talking to each other. Yeah. Um, and so now we uh, will actually get to see... We can also spice it in like earlier what with the rangers can talk to each other and we can get some scenes between them and establish like the other rangers arcs that are going to be going on through this play Mm -hmm. uh, between the end of the first number and them running off to be Power Rangers. And I'm thinking like there's going to be like a a Jason and Trini situation. Yeah. Because they kind of hint at getting together. Well, they kiss in the comics, but then by pink Trini is getting together with Zack. So I think it's it's basically that they're both going to be kind of romance situations where mm-hmm. it's either going to be Jason and Trini and Billy and Zach, or it's going to be Jason and Billy and Trini and Zach, depending on how you want to play it. Yeah. How you want to gay it. <laughs> um, but like after the exposition songs, we finally get a school scene and it's like Kimberly talking to Tommy and like actually learning a bit more about his backstory and everyone else talking about stuff. And there's also, there's another new transfer student. Hi, my name is Scacy. Hi, I'm Scacy. I'm Scacy Urpina, and I'm from Los Angeles. <laughs> Tommy, I think you look so cool. And Kimberly is like, hey, new girl, you seem like you are from space, and I'm concerned about this. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, the whole first act is going to be Kimberly trying to, and all the other rangers, like, kind of trying to welcome Tommy in, but Tommy also, like, Antics are going to happen that are going to make Tommy continue to feel isolated. Like, Scorp- like in case you didn't pick up on it, Scorpina has disguised yeah. herself as a high school student. <laughs> and she is ki- trying to manipulate things so it seems like the Rangers don't care about Tommy. And this is easy because they do keep having to run off to do Power Ranger things. Yeah. I'm also, with Tommy, I'm boring elements of Matt from the comic. Matt is a character who, he was Kimberly's boyfriend before she became a Power Ranger. Okay. And then because she had to keep running off doing Power Ranger stuff, like, he knew something was going on, but he couldn't figure out what. And he ended up figuring it out on his own that she was a Power Ranger. Mm-hmm. And then kept on trying to throw himself into danger to be closer to her. Oh. And she was like, hey, that's not healthy, both relationship-wise and also you will die. Yeah. And eventually they broke up, and then she got together with Tommy, and then shenanigans happened. And now he's a Green Ranger in the comics, too. Well, Tommy's the White Ranger. And uh, I haven't read the comics in a long time, but I've heard that it was not well received. <laughs> but I am borrowing elements of Matt just in the idea that this pre-Ranger Tommy, like, he comes in, like, he gets this warm welcome from people, and then they just keep on abandoning him. And he's mm-hmm. like, I don't know what's going on. And, you know, maybe even in the first act, he does f- realize that Kim is a Power Ranger. Maybe he sees her more from Maybe he just puts two and two together. Like, wait a second. The girl who always wears pink keeps on going to fight monsters. And there's or keeps on leaving right when the pink person who fights monsters showing up. <laughs> I've connected two two dots. Yeah. 
<laughs> Way to go. You have two brain cells. Shortly before the end of Act 1 is when he'll be like taken by Rita. Either he's taken to the moon or she comes down to Earth and she's like, Ah, Tommy, I'm going to sing a song now to convince you that you don't need friends, what you need is power. <laughs> and she can, we could also borrow some like movie elements and she can sing about how like, I was once a ranger with Zordon and he said we were also bestest of friends, but then he abandoned me for the rest of the team. Because remember, Tommy, there's always someone who's going to be left on the outskirts. Someone who gets forgotten. You, me. And this power coin! <laughs> yes. And Tommy will be like, I don't know if I should take it. It seems so powerful. I could, I could be stronger with it. I've always wanted to be stronger, but I've also wanted to be accepted. But have they proven now that I'll never be accepted? And if I turn away this power, do you think I will regret it? That almost rhymes. Nice. <laughs> Maybe I will get a Tony after all! <laughs> You're getting there, Tanner. Uh, and then he will take the power coin, and there will be like, Warning for flashing lights, and and then darkness, and then like before again, right before the first act ends, the ranger like re respond to a distress call, and there's some monsters. But also, what another Power Ranger? How could this be? Yes, I'm the Green Ranger, and I'm so evil now. Also, it's got to be underscored with a really sick guitar riff. Yep, <laughs> there's gonna be so many sick guitar riffs in this show. Yes. And then, yeah, the end of Act 1, the Act 1 finale number is going to, like, it's going to start with the fight between Tommy and the Rangers, where he absolutely wipes the floor with them. And then just kind of, like, it's going to convert itself into a montage, where it's going to go back and forth between, like, Tommy and Kim interacting at school, and Kim keeps on trying to, like, get through to him, and Tommy keeps on, like, rebuffing her, and now he's going to, like, colder and nastier to her. And then, like, the Rangers keep on losing to the Green Ranger. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, at the, the, the end of the song, we'll see, like, Kim realize that Tommy has be turn been turned evil, and Tommy is the Green Ranger. And that's where, oh, you better go on the intermission. <laughs> Remember, if you don't spend at least $20 on concessions, you don't support art. <laughs> if you don't spend $20 on concession, uh, Rita Repulsa will get a headache, and you will know about it. <laughs> um, actually, you know what? Uh, no, I'm going to change it. I think Tommy taking the coin should be the end of Act 1. Yeah. And then the scene, like the montage I've just described, that should be the Act 2 opener. Mm -hmm. That makes a little bit more sense pacing-wise. Yeah. And then, like, th through this is basically going to follow the same through line of Green with Evil, where it's going to be Kim keeps on trying to get through to Tommy and convince him that he can be good. Uh, with the Rangers continuously beaten down, Goldar can make a move. Goldar is going to get his own song. Um, he's gonna sing about how he's so much stronger and tougher and cooler than Jason, and Jason, you'll never be a leader! I've struck down leaders of rangers before, and you won't be the last. Okay. There'll also be, like, br brief character moments. Um, it'll be when, like, whoever Billy's love interest was, they finally get together, whether mm -hmm. it's Jason or Zack. I think Jason. I think Jason just because I have Jason and Billy from the movie on the brain. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be actually... It all can also work thematically for Jason and Billy to get together because I feel like, again, boring stuff from the comics. Jason would be concerned that he's not a good enough leader, and Billy would be concerned that he's just he's this whole he's a nerd. I'm a little nerd. I can't be a Power Ranger. I'm such a tiny little nerd. Uh, and then they both convince each other that they're worthy, and they fall in love over the process of doing that. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and then Zach and Trina just Zach and Trina are like the cool kids. They're like, you know what? Maybe Zach and Trina are already together, like at the beginning of the show, even. Yeah. And like maybe may, they'll get a song where it's like, uh, like they're looking at Kim and Tommy having this whole like thing, and it's like, what if that was us? What if we were the ones falling apart? And we don't know if being a Power Ranger is gonna push us apart one day too. Uh, but you know what? We're good now. We're good heroes now, and we're good friends and boyfriend and girlfriend now. So we should just enjoy this for what it is. Mm-hmm. And who knows what the future holds? But you know, we're not gonna give up just because we don't know. Yeah. And again, that can also work thematically, not just for relationship, but also as a Power Ranger. Just just because you don't if, just because you don't know if you're gonna win doesn't mean that you stop trying to win. Mm-hmm. There's definitely going to be a Zordon song where he's like. I'm filled with regret because the Rita is right. We were once friends and allies. And I turned on her, but she also turned on me. And every day, which there's so my days are longer than your days because I'm stuck on a time warp. <laughs> <laughs> I have spent 10,000 years going over what happened in the dark days, trying to figure out how I could have possibly done something right. And she didn't turn to the dark side, but she did. And I can no longer dwell on the past. I... I could not save Rita, but maybe I can save Tommy yeah. from this darkness growing within him. It's cr- it's cr- it is crawling in his skin, and his wounds, they will not heal. <laughs> uh, we have to get a early 2000s Lincoln Park song in there somehow. I, I wanted Tommy like to have a, like a pop-punk villain song, yeah. but it is gonna, just going to be called Ki-Ai. Yeah! <laughs> and the chorus is just him making all of his Zelda, his Legend of Zelda noises. And some idiot producer is going to be like, why is he swearing? (laughs) But yeah, eventually it will become like the the Megazord will be destroyed by the Dragon Zord. It'll come down to a big battle between everyone. And Jason, like, it's going to be like Jason and Tommy for the first part, and like. Tommy's going to be wielding the Sword of Darkness, and he'll strike Jason down. And Jason will know, like, as a leader, he'll know that he he can't do this anymore. He needs to rely on his team, and he needs someone who can get through to Tommy. And so Jason is going to throw the Power Sword to Kimberly. Yeah. And Kimberly's going to, like, go up to Tommy, and she's like, Listen, I don't want to hurt you. You don't deserve to be hurt. You're under evil Space Witch mind control. But I'm also not going to let you hurt your fr- my friends. Mm-hmm. Who remember, we're almost your friends. And yep. I know that we weren't totally honest with you because we are superheroes, but <laughs> I have fallen for you because I have seen the good that is inside of you. Mm-hmm. And then they will clash. And as their swords meet, there will be a big flash of light. And they'll suddenly see the future rangers. We'll get a bunch of extras. <laughs> a whole, All the chorus are going to walk out in various ranger outfits. And they're gonna be like, what's going on? It's like, we are the Power Rangers of the future. We are the descendants of the legacy that this team creates with the power of goodness. There is so much good inside of both of you. Kimberly, you are fighting to find the good inside of Tommy. And Tommy, if you were not truly good, then you would not have taken this long to destroy the Rangers. You have held yourself back because you are truly a good person inside. And now that you have this power, why would you use this power to take when you can use this power to give? And then there'll be a big song, like, about how Tommy and Kimberly, like, they can make each other, like, Kimberly can fix, <laughs> I can fix them. 
<laughs> Kimberly likes a project. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can fix him? Well, I, my robot, well, my giant robot can combine with his giant robot, so we're not the same. <laughs> uh, and they'll profess their love for one another, and Tommy will, like, break off the chains of darkness. He'll cast the sword of darkness aside and be filled with the power of light and the power of the Morphin Grid. Uh, the Megazords will be resurrected. Uh, Reed will be like, you know what? Fuck this. And she goes over to the... the <laughs> it's Broadway, so we can... It's Broadway and it's Power Rangers. So we can be a little tongue-in-cheek. Rita will yeah. go over to the button that's been there on the moon the entire time. And just open, like, like break the glass panel. This is a breaking case of emergency. And she slams the button that just says Serpentera. <laughs> yes! And it's double-A batteries! <laughs> I stole this from my ex. Goldar in the background. I thought his name was Zed. Shut up. <laughs> Serpentara will show up as this big. So it could be like this big animatronic, or it could be kind of like a marionette, like just used in the same style as the uh, the Chinese dragons. Yeah. Not not the ones with the people in them, but like the ones on the ends of sticks, where it's just like yeah. this whole because it is styled like that, anyways. And it's like on this whole like all the sticks and streams around and surrounds the Megazords. Yeah, loom- and it looms over the stage like the dragon from, uh, fuck, I'm of the generation, Dragon Ball Z. Yes. Yeah. It's it's big Shenron energy. Yeah, big Shenron energy. Uh, and, like, so, it, yeah, it goes over the stage. You could even, and they could even have it run out into the crowd and then come back and just circle the Megazord, like, rah! Uh, and the Rangers are singing a song about how, like, this is it, we have to use the power, may the power protect you, and, like, they all join hands. And they use the power to combine the Megazords into the the Dragon Mega Mega Dragon Zord, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. The one word basically the Megazord wears the Dragon Zord is a hat. Yeah. And then they're able to use that to fight off Serpentera. They fire a laser at the moon, and Reese's palace gets blown up, and like, no, I've got a headache. <laughs> Uh, the dust will clear, and there's, yeah, Power Rangers! And then, like, the finale song will be, like, all the Rangers back at school, like, wow, what a week, huh? It's crazy that all this only took one week. <laughs> ay, 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 what a week, Zordon! Alpha, it's Wednesday. <laughs> so then the final song is, like, a mixture of One Week by the Bare Naked Ladies and uh, the last song from Greece. <laughs> <laughs> We go together like a bunch of prehistoric robot animals. <laughs> the chipmunks are still there. Yes. And then they fly off in the rat bug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about staging. <laughs> this has um I don't know how to describe in my mind, it's kind of like Spider the Spider-Man musical, but, like, I gotta say a little more, like, down the ladder, like... Competent? More competent, less weirdly ambitious, but also really ambitious. For, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's still going to have that kind of, like, tokusatsu... Yeah, that was weird. Wait, tokusatsu <laughs> yeah, rubber some suits. Extra R's in there. Oh, some oh, Turkish shirts are... Gordon. I found a solution to Gordon for at least a bigger. For Gordon, for you Gordon know the Zordon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I was saying Zordon Ramsey. So you know the 
big airsoft guys in front of like dealerships. <laughs> Rangers, I have been transformed into a wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. <laughs> no, I think I think your initial projector suggestion was yeah. spot on. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think what it is um is that when they're in the command center, they can just like kind of wheel all the bits of the command center out and just spotlight it all because it's it's a much smaller and like condensed area than any of the other scenes, so it doesn't have yeah. to take up the whole stage. Because if they and if they have a Zordon in like in the center being projected at and then everything else in spotlights and Alpha and all the Rangers there, all your focus is gonna be drawn to them. So even if you can still kind of make out stuff in the background from other scenes, mm-hmm. like you can only do that if you're explicitly looking for it. Your eyes yeah. aren't gonna be drawn away from it. Yeah. Rita's palace is always going to be on the balcony. Just yeah. keep that separate because I think that would be harder to strike between scenes and acts and stuff. So mm-hmm. just always have her up there. But plus then we can like have the visual, uh, not even a visual gag, but just it makes sense if she's looking through her telescope down at the rangers and they're yeah. literally right there. Yeah. She can add color commentary while they're doing the things like, oh, look, it appears that Trini is afraid of heights. How do you make a monster about heights? And I mean, she was pretty much explicitly inspired by the Wicked Witch of the West, so... Oh, yeah, exactly. It fits. And then, like, the other three main sets would be Ernie's school and just the battlefield, and those can easily be established just by, like, wheeling the various, like, backdrops in and rotating them and, like, throwing chairs or rubble or whatever you have to in. Mm -hmm. If, say, a high school production, like, can't, for whatever reason, use, like, the original TV stuff... They could probably... Remember when Ryan was in the Wedding Singer musical? Yes. Yeah. So they did a couple, like, intercession parts where, like, this was pre-recorded and it was put onto a projector. So, like, maybe they have a fight that was, like, pre-recorded in a quarry somewhere. Yeah. Or a gravel pit. Yeah, like, that. I was thinking that... I was actually thinking that even for the Broadway version, too, would be, like... Because obviously they can do some on-screen fighting, but I'm thinking, like... If they want to show stuff happening in the background, yeah. like especially the Bulk and Skull exposition number on why the Power Rangers is so great, it would be a lot better if they had that just play, the, the fight scenes playing on the projector yeah. while the people are singing about, yeah, go, go, Power Rangers. Yeah. Da, na, 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 Because <laughs> we are definitely keeping in go, go, Power Rangers. Yes, we will. The, the whole thing hinges on making sure we have the rights to sing go, go, Power Rangers and like rearrange some of the lyrics and musics just so it's a little bit more musically yeah. it's Broadway. Yeah. And you know what? The um the end the final song and like the bow song would probably just be Go Go Power Rangers reprise. Yeah. The the actors themselves don't necessarily have to play the their morphed versions mm-hmm. because those those would be costumes that would be hard to get in and out of like yeah. through quick scene transitions. And it would actually be a lot easier because if we want to do the act or if I want to do the active opener with the going back and forth between the kids at school and the kids fighting Tommy on the battlefield, it would actually make more sense to have like one side be just be them in the school, and then when you black that that out, you've got the Tommy fight going on. But like because of the, the magic of having the mics being directed through the proper speakers, yes, you can still have them do their voiceover work for the fight. Yeah, yeah, and then you could get like proper martial artists to do the stuff. To exactly. Do the because if I remember correctly, when they were casting for the original Power Rangers season, 
they were looking more for martial artists than actors. <laughs> yeah, they did the same when they uh, when Saban got it back and they were casting for samurai. They were looking for martial artists and they were looking for dancers. Yeah. And it, it, based on what I've seen, it seems like if you know one, it's a little bit easier for you to learn the other one because it's really, it is all choreography. Yeah. And like, at least with dancing, there is an element of acting to it, so. Mm-hmm. Um, we we could go full Disney Channel original movie, and they could be breakdance fighting. <laughs> I mean, there is hip hop keto. There is hip hop keto. I feel like I feel like Zach needs to have his like just own solo hip hop keto number. Yes. <laughs> to something appropriately '90s sounding ra- uh, era rap. Yeah. It's gotta have that, like, nee, 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 nee. Uh, I'm trying to replicate, like, the sound of the 90s, but, like, if you have heard 90s rap, it is very distinct. I mean, just look up a Snoop Dogg song and... Yeah. Yeah. na 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 It's the motherfucking Power Rangers. <laughs> Sword gone! <laughs> oh my god! Like, if we had the budget for it, like, I would love to club with like the Wu-Tang Clan for <laughs> Zack stuff because they're totally into like kung fu movies. This is true. Yeah. Wasn't there the there was the movie about the guy who's a rapper but also a, a ninja or a samurai. Ghost Dog. I think it was called Ghost yeah. Dog. Yeah, Ghost Dog. He's a Weren't they samurai. like actually involved in that or one of them was involved uh, in that? The Rizza was involved in it. Okay. He did the score. Yeah. Two white kids talking about 90s rap. <laughs> We were barely people during the heyday. <laughs> Two white kids talking about the influence of Japanese film on American uh, rap culture. Yep. <laughs> From an era when we were, like, barely people. <laughs> yep. But yeah, Power Rangers the Mighty Morphin Musical with book by... I don't know, I want to say... Who's the guy doing Dino Fury? Because he's, he's good. Simon Bennett. Because he's an actual, like, person who writes good. Okay. He's he's very important in New Zealand television industry, and now he's working on Power Rangers, which is a win for us. Mm-hmm. So, book by Simon P- Bennett, and then uh, music and lyrics by Ron Wasserman and the Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> I'm just throwing out it out to Riza to the Riza, like, hey, <laughs> if you want. And then as for casting, I see I do not know Broadway people. And also there you'd be surprised how many people are secretly Broadway people. Not secretly, but like you you see them a bunch of TV shows and you don't realize how often they are on Broadway. Yeah. Or like actors who are like, you know what? I'm gonna take a break between movies and do a, a musical. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like quite often it's the reverse. I'm I'm gonna leave the musical production for a year so I can go film a movie and then I'll be back. Mm-hmm. Stark Sands did it with um I think, because Stark Sands was in Kinky Boots, and I think he left to shoot the Minority Report TV show, and then he came back. Yeah. Oh, Stark Sands was also <laughs> Generation Kill. I think he yeah. was also between stuff. Yeah, I think I think he did Gen- Generation Kill right after he did American Idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so he would so have been I- between uh, A Seagull in the Hamptons and Bonnie and Clyde. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, American Idiot was... Uh, 2010 to 11 kinky boots is 2012 to 14 so now i'm trying to i had an idea for zordon and then i forgot his name he's the guy who plays burr aaron burr and hamilton oh yeah uh les leslie odom jr oh yeah so yeah leslie odom jr is zordon 
Yeah. And then for the witch, I want to nominate Patina Miller, who mm-hmm. she was the witch in the Hollywood Bowl Into the Woods, which I've been watching a bootleg of lately, and she's pretty dang good. Okay. So I think she'd be a good Rita. Yeah. I don't I don't know other people. Uh, f- maybe Larry Saperstein for Billy. Cause I need to he, he I need to put one of my high school musical musical the series kids into this. And he has been on Broadway. <laughs> Tanner's latest obsession. <laughs> I can't stop. I can't look away. Honestly, from what you have written on AO3, it seems like a pretty good series, so. It is. It's not it's not like Glee, where if you read a good Glee fanfic, that's basically gaslighting. <laughs> any good glee fanfic is like how glee should have been (laughs) i i've started reading one where it's a person who that basically it's a rewrite of the first season but with their oc introduced but their oc takes no shit nice and today i commented on like i love hazel so far she's so great i cannot wait for her to obliterate rachel berry from orbit yes (laughs) rachel berry deserves nothing And she will receive it in abundance. Yes! She is the Cleveland of that cast. (laughs) Did you you hear that she was disappointed that she didn't get to play Maria in in West Side Story? Oh, poor her. Because she put all the work into learning Spanish, and then she didn't get the part. Here's the world's smallest violin. (laughs) Oh... Bless her heart. That, uh, I think that's all I got. I mean, we've managed to get... The, I think after editing, this will be like 42 minutes. That That's a respectable amount of time. So, in that case, um, I guess it's time for the intermission? Sure. I got a headache. Gonna reload on some wine. I'll be back. All right. Are you actually doing that, or was that for the bit? <laughs> that was for the bit. Okay. I'll, I'll upload... I'll You'll upload some wine stuff. later. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Scales, is this thing on? Yeah? Okay. Hello, I'm Asher Flinhart, and if you're hearing this, that means you can listen to the World of World of Your podcast. You can listen to the podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and more. The show is me, my five friends, Scales and Plaque the Created, OJ the Kobaloi, Rhodes the Snow Ragalon, and Ori the Moon Elf. We play a free indie TTRPG called Wildervere, run by the people who write the game and their friends. Watch us travel the magical city-states of our cozy, friendly, and wild world, learning new skills, and enjoying a lot of new adventures in a Saturday morning kind of style. We release every other Wednesday on all major podcast platforms. You can also follow us on Twitter at Wildervere or on a Discord server you can find at worldofwildervere.card.com. Thank you so much for listening to our travels. Rose is going to flake when we, he hears we have clout, whatever he called it. Bye-bye! Skills, you can, you can stop now. What do you mean OJ's gone? Let's go to the lobby.
Let's go to the, the lobby. lobby. Let's go to the, the lobby. lobby. Get ourselves a snack. Uh, Lindsay. Tanner. Where can you be found on the internet? I can be found on Twitter at lindsaym476. That's Lindsay spelled with an A, and you can get to all my other social media bullshits from there. Tanner, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at SparkyUpstart and on Instagram at SparkyYoungUpstart. You can also find this very podcast on Twitter at N-I-I-R-Y-F-Pod. Those are the letters for Not A Fire, but you're first and they're pronounced I-I-I-I-I-I. You can also email us at notifireboutyoufirst at gmail.com or you can send us your comments, critiques, criticisms, or your favorite rapping monster. Especially if it's got a pumpkin head. Pumpkin wrapper, pumpkin wrapper. We're having the Rizza. The Rizza's in a cameo as the pumpkin wrapper. Yes! <laughs> I've spoken it into existence. I've planted the seed and I will harvest it. <laughs> uh, anyways, that email is also where you can send us a friendship promo, be it an audio clip or a proof for us to read. Either way, we'll put in a free ad for your podcast, your YouTube baby, and your DeviantArt. Seriously, we, we actually haven't gotten many new friendship promos lately, so... Like, if you want to give good word of mouth, send us a thing, and we'll and yep. we'll do it. We'll, we'll plant it. your seeds, too. Yeah. Uh, not if I ever put you first as a member of the Corner Podcast Network, and you can talk more about the show or others on the network via our Corner Podcast Discord. Our cover art, as always, is by Alex aka Pachu, and her work can be found on ptchew.com, and our theme music is done by our friend Sean Clake. You can find him, uh, and you can contact us to find out how to contact him if you like music of his own for your own. This podcast is recorded on Treaty 4 territory, the traditional lands of the Cree, Soto, Assiniboine, and Métis. And last but not least, don't forget that you could buy this episode if you give a $5 donation to the North Central Family Center, uh, the link for which is in the bio, then we will put your name on a spreadsheet that says you on this episode. It's not an NFT. It's just your name on a spreadsheet, but looks neat. Yeah. Anyways. So, Tanner. <laughs> Lindsay. We uh, made it. Yeah. We're live. Um, Want to head for next week? Yes. Okay, so next week we are going to do some... We're going to create an, an educational program about history for kids that involves... A treehouse. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't come nice. up with anything that wasn't a really good tagline, so yeah. <laughs> I was I was almost gonna say magic school list, but no. Okay. Now now I know. Now now I see what you're picking I'm picking up what you're putting down. Oh yeah. Something that should have happened a long time ago. Well it kinda did. They did make an anime of it. Yeah. But like an ongoing series for PBS and This CBC. is true. Yeah. For Netflix. <laughs> it's gonna wind up on Netflix. For for pure flicks. Oh, no. <laughs> Take that out of your mouth. <laughs> Do you know I can get pure flicks on my smart TV? Oh. Navigating the app store on this thing is harder than the labyrinth, but I could get pure flicks. Yeah, um, I'm going to stick my head in the oven for that, so... Okay, but before you do that, uh, don't forget that we'll be talking about this next week. Not if we boot you first. Bye.